This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 418, recorded on March 16th, 2023. On tonight's episode, we talk about a few Nintendo items for nin- a few Nintendo items, game releases, and Justin's return. Oh, wait, where'd he go now? Ah, Jesse, you know what to do. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Tim and Jesse coming at you with episode 418, as I said, recorded on March 16, 2023. We did have Justin for a moment, but of course he disappeared. So he'll be back on in just a moment. But in the meantime, Jesse and I will just be hanging out and talking about the news and what you ha- what have you. So Jesse, what what's up with you? What's going on with you? Yeah, Justin just did a ninja smoke and was gone. <laughs> just poof. <laughs> Yeah, things are pretty good. Uh, found out that I might have to go on a business trip uh, the second week in May, which means I might not be able to play Breath of the uh, the Tears of the Kingdom on the Thursday. <laughs> I'm like, no. oh no! I took that day off from work, on, but <laughs> I might have to be out of town for it. I don't know. So, I'll we'll see what happens. I'm sure you'll figure out something. Maybe I might have to bring my laptop and do do some recording in a hotel. I don't know. That's not that's not as fun. Yeah, you get to play around though. You, you did you did a great job when we were in New York. So I'm sure you could figure out something. <laughs> You're <Right>. the wizard. <laughs> I, I, I did like the compliments that everyone else gave. With like, oh, I got a cool setup there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> awesome on the go streaming setup, which was awesome. All right. Well, I'm doing okay. It's been a crazy week uh, and it's been just like a long week. So I'm happy to get to this Thursday and us to talking about some Nintendo stuff. So without further ado, let's get on to the news. The news is brought to you by Patreon.com slash Nintendo Dads. Huge thanks to our newest Patreons. Uh, that would be Jamie. And I think he was the newest one that came back on. Um, just re-signed up, I think. But it shows him as being the newest one. But thanks to everybody who is a Patreon at Patreon.com slash Nintendo Dads. As always, we thank you because it helps us to be able to do the things we do, like do giveaways, um and go to new york <laughs> and go to new york yes and uh and then potentially we're talking about going to some show this year but we're trying to figure it out especially since it's not none of the big three are going to the e3 so <laughs> so we're trying to figure all that out so we'll keep you in the in the loop on that but we're always grateful for anybody who joins and helps in giving us, uh, making it easier for us to do those things. So like it was a big deal for us to go to New York 
And for all of us to do those things, we still had to pay some of that out of our own pockets in some instances, but in most instances, the major chunks of it were paid for. So thank you all for that. And again, anybody who joins in and everybody who has been doing the Patreon and the Twitch um, and putting up with our ad reads helps in all of that too. So, and even if you don't do any of those things and you just subscribe to us on YouTube, that also helps a ton. And, and also the feedback on, and, um, on our podcasts, all those different ways are different little ways of being able to help us get to the, do the things we want to do. So thank you very much. But as I said, the news is brought to you by Patreon and all our patrons over there. All right. First up on the news list is Nintendo giveaway gives away a vacation package for a family of four to Super Nintendo World. From now until April 25th, Nintendo account members can spend 10 platinum points for per entry, up to three entries per person into the contest. The winner will be notified by email with instructions on how to claim their prize package by May 5th. And the winner will receive a three-day, two-night trip with up to three guests to Universal Studios Hollywood and must be used by April 25th, 2024, or their prize will be forfeit. Jesse, who would you take with you if you won this prize? I would probably take my wife, my son, and uh, if if the youngest daughter wants to go, you know, take her. Otherwise... You know, maybe one of my one of Matthew's friends would go with. I don't know for that fourth for the fourth chair. Nice, but yeah, nice. I, I did I did put in my three entries. Yeah, I did too. Uh, yeah, it was definitely would be a family outing here, especially if we won. Uh, yeah, I think that would still work out this year if we could get it done. Uh, that would be cool. But I was wondering, would we? Are we still eligible? <laughs> Wouldn't we be? Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of get I get afraid of of you know this fine print that I never read. <laughs> oh, okay, but yeah. So you think because we sometimes get codes from them, or because we have some sort of relationship with them? Yes. So I don't know if that would make like if there's some because I didn't read it. If there's any small print that says like content creators are ineligible or something like that <laughs> i don't yeah i i had a highly doubt that you know we'll have to do we will have to come through yeah. that and double check but i would imagine since we are not employed in any way by, true by nintendo yeah either as an fte or a contractor we would be eligible that's what i was thinking too even i think it if anybody were to be excluded from that it could be people like roger who are specific yeah. We call them, um, were they called for Nintendo, the ambassadors for Nintendo? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they're eligible or not, but. I, I, well, we'll have to ask him. Yeah. But, but of course, he well, lives there. So he's already been there like three or true, four times. True. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, Doug, send me an email, a DM real quick. Let us know if that if that's the case. Or, you know, see if one of your, your employees can send us a, a, that information. <laughs> right. Thanks, Doug. All right. Yes. So, oh, yeah, if you haven't, if you haven't already, go to my Nintendo and use your points to go uh, to try to win a vacation package of for a family of four to Super Nintendo World in California. So 
that's what we're talking about, Mecca, in case you didn't catch that. So, all right. Next up, we've got Pokemon Scarlet Violet update rolling out by end of April. So that's a big deal, right? Depends on what they put in it. <laughs> Hopefully it's the fixes. Hopefully yeah, they're going to fix some stuff. That's a big hopefully. Yeah, I, especially for Marty. He likes to, you know, talk about how bad that game is. So what's yeah. funny, though, is if you see in our Discord is like Drew plays it a ton and he says, I haven't run into any of these issues you guys are talking about. Yeah, was John waiting until the updates? And John's waiting, out? yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Drew's been playing for his kids, you know, so. Yeah, I think I, I didn't see any like major glitches when I played through it. I think the, the part that was the most annoying was when I was in the, the lake and water area in the northeast. Northwest, okay. northwest, the 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 other north, <laughs> and that was like fifteen frames a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is. I've seen that too when I played. Um, so you can tell in the graphic side of things that it needs some needed some polish, and that's what I'm hoping comes in there. And then, of course, the, the fix for uh, things as well. Um, that will help. Um, make sure it doesn't crash like when you're sending postcards <laughs> so that that's the optimal one yeah yeah since we, we talked we talked about that last week uh, i i have not launched the app and to do any of the postcard trades to get gimme goals makes sense so, so hopefully and, that does fix that yes that's what we are definitely hoping for so Justin, our uh, welcome back. Uh, thank you, thank you. You, so you much poofed for back me. in your nin- ninja poof there. Uh, <laughs> Becca says with special guest Justin. Yes, right. yeah, my dog running around. Ninja smoke. Poof. Yes, Cashel, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, all right. So, what uh, are you into? I know you're not a big Pokemon gamer, but do you? Does your family have Pokemon at all, or no? Yeah. Okay, no, no, so you don't all. care about the updates or anything like that. No, not a thing. Not all right. Thing. All right, moving on then. Super Mario Run app updated to allow playing of one level per day for free. Speaking of a game no one cares about. <laughs> well, <laughs> if anybody didn't play it because it, it was 10 bucks and didn't want to play it, now they can play one level a day. Yeah, but that, they didn't play it five years ago. What makes them think they're going to play it? Well, now? now it's free. You just play one level a day. <laughs> Justin, you didn't. You haven't been using your uh, hedger. You need to work on your shaving. There. I know, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Seriously, dog. All right. He's just having chaos in my office. Right Business, now. Justin. Yeah, what's going on? I'm back. What do you yeah. think of that Super Mario Run app updated to allow playing of one level per day for free? Yeah, I mean, this is this is this is the ideal to capture people who did not originally play it when it came out a long time ago, and of course, it coincides with the Mario movie coming out as well, right? This is their this is part of the marketing campaign and push that we would uh, expect to be associated with it. So this mm-hmm. isn't overly shocking. Again, you want to you want to bring people into your ecosystem. You want to make sure they're there, and you want to monetize. And that's really what this ends up doing, right? So, this is again Nintendo saying, "How do we how do we grab the the non the capital G gamer, right? Who's not already there? Oh, look at this! It's on our uh, it's on the App Store, right? Something you already currently have on your phone. So maybe you'll play it there. And by the way, here's the movie. So it's cross selling, cross marketing. Yes, 
Yeah, and we mentioned that before too, because we we were debating whether or not there was going to be a new game with the Mario movie, or if they were just going to build on the current library of Mario games or Mario content to push while the movie was out. And it looks like they're doing that. The latter. Yeah. I'm getting some feedback that people are saying I'm super quiet. We're very quiet. Can we? It's because you're not facing your mic. Your mic isn't yeah. in an optimal is, is position. Better? Is that better, folks? <laughs> there you let, go let me let me know if this is better oh that's much better oh, you, that sound, was the... <laughs> you sound very nice not, 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 <laughs> not that microphone except except i would say i think i'm definitely out of frame now in your uh your shots there uh jesse potentially in regards to your positioning so. <laughs> yes it, yeah. yeah yeah i wonder how many people are in my boat where i paid the ten dollars and didn't play it so you know what i i'm pretty sure i paid the tenner for it I mean, a long time ago also, so. Yeah, I dropped 10 and I played it for a minute. Yeah, I, got, I, I had my fun. It's great. I download it, redownload it every now and then because there's some sort of tie-in with something. And yeah, so might still be, I, actually, it's still on my phone since the last time I'd redownloaded it. So they've added quite a bit of content to it. Yeah, it's, it's tempting to go back. Yeah, not really. But that's a good point, too, because like like you said, it's going to be people who may not be who maybe are into mobile games. They they used to play Nintendo when they were a kid and they go see the movie and they got that Mario nostalgia and like, oh, I want to fire up a game. And then they find out, oh, I could play one on my iPhone, you know, Mm -hmm. or or on my Android. So. Yeah, they can start there, and then hopefully that again leads uh, maybe a few more people who uh, will want to buy a Nintendo Switch and play a m- more uh, in-depth Mario game. Yeah, in fact, I actually had a friend reach out to me and said, "Hey, I know you're a Nintendo guy. I'm thinking about buying a Switch." So oh, there's nice. still some people out there who are who are going to do that. So Those who I don't have one. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. In more Nintendo news, Doug Bowser says, we feel very confident that the Switch can have a strong performance over the next few years amid rumors of Switch, Switch's successor. Of course he's going to say oh, that, right? 100% yeah, going to say that. I mean, yeah, he's not going to be like... It, I don't know if it's rumors more than speculation, but, uh, you know, hell, we've been saying this, 2024 is the year. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously we know nothing. We are just guessing, mm-hmm. as is everyone else. Yeah, they're not going to talk about it until they're ready to talk about it, especially because they still want to sell switches for the, this upcoming yeah, holiday cause, season. Because as soon as they announce a successor, no one will buy the new system. They'll wait for the new one. Yep. There are going to be people saying, I'm not going to waste my money. I'm going to wait until that new one comes out. So... Yeah, they're not they're not going to give us anything. They're not going to slip. They're very careful. Mm-hmm. Um because they that's what they do. We've seen it every time. <laughs> so nothing new. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, All right. We're not going to really start hearing things until this device goes into manufacturing cuz you know, at the at at the factory is where a lot of the leaks start happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah. I we'll mean, have here's that. here is a little bit of the thing though right like again this you know I, I am a little bit happy that he's getting in front of this and i don't know what's what's causing that uh that decision to get in front of if there was some specific article or, or content um but there have been so many rumors right there have been so many statements of there's no new games this is the death year of the switch he kind of needs to begin to own that narrative now listen 
they, they're absolutely getting ready to transition to a new one. But I think it's interesting for him to say, like, we, we do believe that there's a lot of law, lot of life in it. Right. And this is a commentary I've made before is it has a term. You, you cannot doubt or cannot deny that. In fact, the switch has such a tremendous back library. If you jump in right now and you haven't, you have not bought a Nintendo switch, you go, you buy an OLED. There are hundreds, hundreds of games like that. You can play that are amazing triple a games right off the top that are absolutely mind blowing. And if and you so, include the less than mind blowing games, you get something like four thousand. Yeah, right. Like there is, there <laughs> it, like it's it's ridiculous how many games are available on this thing and continue to be produced for it. Um, so I, you know, yes, they're going to have a. You know, this is my argument of of why. Like this is a sort of my statement of why I think it's going to be backwards compatible. Everyone's like, no, it can't be backwards compatible. If you can make this game, if you can make the system backwards compatible, you instantly have a library instantly have a library for people and a a massive library with some of the best games ever breath of the wild tears the kingdom or sorry legend of zelda tears the kingdom breath of the wild mario odyssey the xenoblades right like like list out the hundreds and hundreds of games that are so if you launch a game a console with this type of back library back catalog man you're you're you are going to continue to see your software sales which is what you want to do they are near a billion software sales. A billion. That's, that's tremendous. That's that's where they're going to make their money too. Yeah. So, so when everyone's is, like, it's not, it's not going to be backwards compatible. Really? Have you ever heard of the Nintendo Switch DS XL? That's what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Remember how it was like, you can buy this and it's backwards compatible, but we do have specific games that are specifically for it. That's what they're going to do. They are not going to rock this boat. Do not yeah. expect a new console completely. But it's still fun to have for content, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure it is. <laughs> like, what else are we going to clickbait for the next 12 months? But I, I'm, what I'm waiting for is, after you know, when we get to a certain point is when we get Adam on again and help us design. Help us draw it out. Switch, draw it out, the Switch too, you know, so... Yeah. But so where Marty got the article from was My Nintendo News. It was uh, from a um interview that the uk news publication the daily mail did with doug bowser and they asked when is the next switch coming out what kinds of features or new capabilities would you like to see and that's where and of course he's not going to answer that yeah because yeah he knows what it's going to be but he's not going to say anything (laughs) yeah so there it's a good it's a good read though too so but uh he, of course, like you said, he's he's got to be careful in what he says. So, yeah. All right, moving on to the next uh, bit of news, and this one you came just in time for, Justin. Okay. Microsoft signs a ten-year deal with Ubitus, Ubitus, yeah. known for their streaming ports of Control and the Resident Evil series to Switch. Hmm. Hmm. Y'all, wonder what that means. Y'all were wondering. Y'all were wondering <laughs> what are we gonna do to get a Call of Duty on the Nintendo Switch, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I think we just found out what they're gonna do. Well, but yeah, you're so- like Justin. They signed an agreement with Nintendo, and they signed an agreement with Ubi Ubidus. What's it gonna be? Well, I imagine that. Uh, I don't know, very quickly we'll get a cloud version of Call of Duty on the Switch. And then when we see the Switch 2, we might get more of a native one that's actually built specifically for that new one as opposed to a cloud version. 
Why? Because I'll remind you, Microsoft just spent $69 billion to acquire my, or to acquire Activision Blizzard with Call of Duty. Guess what they need to do? They need to start making money quickly. So guess what they're going to very easily do? Port Call of Duty over to the Nintendo Switch using Ubitus's cloud infrastructure to do it so that it's very quickly once the once the once the John Hancocks are done, once the ink is signed, once the check has been cashed, that that's going to end up getting over on the Switch real fast. That's what real quick be doing. For sure. Real yeah. quick. It sounds like from what I'm understanding, and where did I go? My video just went out. I don't know. I was going to ask you, where did you disappear? <laughs> and you did a ninja poof too. Yeah, the moment we uh, started talking about cloud, he just like disappeared. I was like, you just went. Pff. All right, I'll I'll try to fix that in a minute. But from, from with what I'm understanding, they're still going to try to make it run natively. Yeah, you know, they will. Call of Duty. Yeah. You know, this is you know. This is for could be for other Xbox games, you know. It could be cloud put on the cloud. Hundred percent, uh, I agree with that. But and they are going to try and make it run natively. But but in the short time to get it to come natively, probably to the Switch too, we're going to put it on the cloud as quick as yeah. possible. And yeah, th- this is if you've uh, I, oh, I don't even remember the channel name anymore, but. Uh, uh, what it sounds, they'll probably get like one Call of Duty game on the Switch, and then the next year they'll focus on whatever the, the successor is Correct. to to because they they said to the regulators that they're wanting to put Call of Duty on the Nintendo system that has 122 million units sold. So yeah, they're gonna they. So they said they're going to put something on the Switch. It'll probably just be the one game, and the one game is really all they need to to make the, to satisfy that that yeah. that statement. And then every, everything else is probably going to be successor. Yeah, that also uh, gives me the opportunity to announce here publicly that Nintendo Dads is very excited to announce that we have signed a ten-year deal with Microsoft to bring Call of Duty to the Nintendo Dads Woo! podcast. Uh, day and date when the uh, Activision Blizzard uh, acquisition goes through. I will not tell you how many millions and millions of dollars that that agreement was for, but it's super exciting. And I've been I've been waiting for that announcement. Now I can talk about it. Jeez, man, we yeah. have we'd have to be I so quiet be. about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> or getting everybody and their dog on there. <laughs> All right, newest Splatoon three Splatfest begins three thirty one, March thirty first. Nessie versus Aliens versus Bigfoot. This, I mean, if you want to talk about anything that will separate a household, this is it. <laughs> right? <laughs> really? Like, which one do you believe more in? Nessie, Aliens, or Bigfoot? Right? Nice. And this feel, this also feels like we could do, like, one of, like, what do you believe COVID was? Right? And someone's like, it's an alien virus. One person believes it was created in a... In a you know, in a lab and the other person says it was, it was put by the government, right? Like talk about things that right. will separate households. This Nessie's aliens versus Bigfoot. You know, I'm sorry that your uncle will no longer be joining you for Thanksgiving dinner after Splatoon three's uh, event. <laughs> yes. Pretty that much there, funny. All, all the chatter I've seen on Twitter about this is Nessie, of course, and showing Mario screenshots of, you know, Mario mm. 64 one with, or Mario, mm. you know, what 3d what 3d world had levels where you ride the back of a, a creature yeah are you surprised there isn't a mario tie-in for this 
Uh, I'm too smart. This is it like a weird cross your mind, did it? <laughs> that's a week this away sounds from about right for Nintendo, right? Like, why not? This sounds about right. Yeah, I. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a cool. You know, trio of things to fight for, but uh, I'm surprised that this also doesn't have some sort of Mario thing going on. Yeah. Hey Jesse, can we put in the Discord like so people people can vote, right? We can do a vote. Can we do like what of these three would you choose? Oh, you mean the Twitch? Twitch, yeah, that's it. Thanks, not Discord. <laughs> All right, yeah, we got to manage poll thing. Yeah, let's let's figure out. Are you are you Team Nessie, Team Alien, or Team Big, Bigfoot? I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Team Bigfoot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Team Bigfoot. That's so you're voting for the one that you think is the most for real. Sure. Or I mean, the most cool. I, yeah, I think the most cool. As right? Mecha Dragon I, I put it. I live in Western Canada, right? We're mm. not too far from like, you know, Seattle and Oregon and kind of some of those, those Bigfoot. Um, you, you were pretty Bigfoot. close to Nessie, though, when you were in Ireland, right? Uh, the Loch Ness. In closer. Yeah, yeah, well, potentially closer, yeah, to Loch Ness, I guess, <laughs> right? So, and aren't we all close to the aliens that walk amongst us every single day? that's what men of black taught us right who knows i could be an alien i've said that about you for years see (laughs) that's not a secret anymore because i've always said that you're out of this world (laughs) (laughs) all right that's it for the news let's move on to game release updates we've got nso game updates yesterday uh game boy we got kirby's dreamland 2 and burger time deluxe Super NES, we got Side Pocket, which is a pool game. And NES is Xavius. 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 Games that nobody heard of. I've heard of all of these, but well, just, are, do they games. are they exciting? Some people they are. Some. Xavius yeah, <laughs> is kind of up there with Gradius about, you know, back when it was new, was probably one of the best type of shooters. Isn't that the back. isometric one? Or am I yeah, thinking well, something it, no, it's, it's vertical, but it does have you. You, you shoot sh- ships at your level with your normal gun, and then there's a targeting vertical that you use to shoot buildings on the ground. Oh, okay. It was ahead of its time. That was probably an yeah. arcade game. I'm sure. Yeah, it was an arcade game first. And yeah, port it to the Famicom. Listen, as parents, I get you. You are busy, right? You're taking kids all over. You've got your own commitments. Feels like time just slips away from you. And so eating sometimes, man, it doesn't become a priority. Well, listen, we might have a solution for you. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitianary approved and ready to go in just two minutes. That's right, two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after those goals, all right? A couple things that I love love about factor listen i talked about that two minute meals fuel up fast with factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are which is fantastic right you get home man i don't have time yeah you do you got two minutes pop them in there you're good to go 
Other thing I love is no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to eat in heat, so there's no prep, cooking, or cleanup needed. So like I said, at the end of the day, you're getting home, you're tuckered, you're tired. Man, this is a great solution for you. There's no additional work. You're ready to go. Now, hey, all you need to do is head over to factormeals.com slash nindads, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, 50-5-0, and use that code nindads50 to get, well, you guessed it, 50% off. That code's nindads50, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, 5-0, at factormeals.com slash nindads50 to get 50% off. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Is there a poll going? Did you did uh, you do one, Jesse? Or No, I don't know how to do that. Oh, I'll do it. Uh, Sorry. Give me a second. <laughs> I got it. Uh, I'm trying to lead a show here. <laughs> I know. I've got it. Oh, my God. All right. Paparazzi drops on April 6th. Don't get all excited, guys. Calm down. But paparazzi is coming out April 6th. I cannot wait for the review code for Nick to get that one. Because <laughs> you know him and his kids will check that one out. The next one, though, I am super stoked about. Disney's Speedstorm was announced today to come out April 18th for early access. So Nintendo Dads actually uh, tagged me in Twitter. And I was like, Yes! <laughs> so i'm excited about that i'm looking forward to that now if you haven't heard disney speedstorm is created by gameloft the same people who did asphalt games on your mobile device asphalt? and also on the switch asphalt or asphalt 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 Asphalt. Asphalt. You know, like the black. Ever say a word so many times that you just like stop? You're like banana, 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 banana. So yeah, they created the game loft. Did that, and they also did the Disney Dreamlight Valley. So, um, so with that, Disney is doing now their their Disney Cart game which I did the beta access for back last year in September, I want to say, I'm guessing. Um, but we, they, when they did the beta run, I participated in that, and that was I had a blast with that. There were some issues with it that a lot of the beta testers brought up that, that we all brought up and made comments on. Of course, I can't talk about those comments, but we did bring those up, and Gameloft worked on it obviously and so now we got the early access coming out april 18th which if it's anything like the Dreamlight valley it's going to be early access where you have to pay for the different levels for you know 30 50 and 60 i think it was or 30 40 50 something like that uh where you get different levels of early access and with that early access you get certain things uh in fact you know what i'm going to pull it up right now because we need Bye. Various premium currencies. 
Yes. So just like the Disney uh, Dream Light Valley, we've got Disney Speed Storm. All right. So they got the standard founders pack, the ultimate founders pack, and the deluxe founders pack. Uh, actually, standard, deluxe, and ultimate in that order. So standard comes with uh, the founders pack contains uh, access to the game. Racer unlocks. Uh, you get Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. Uh, and then you get an additional racer to unlock of your choice. You get 4,000 tokens tokens for in-game currency two golden pass credits exclusive founding member racing suit for mickey mouse donald duck and the chosen racer exclusive founding member cart livery for mickey mouse donald duck and the chosen racer and exclusive founders what what (laughs) cart livery is that what you said cart livery It's like a delivery of a cart. It's cart livery. Cart livery is like a garage of carts. Right? Okay. I don't know. I've never heard of that word before. (sighs) Livery. Special uniform worn by a servant or official. So, okay. Uh, short, Short for livery stable. I feel old. So a stable of cars. A garage, yeah. And then Frendo says a garage. So, yeah, where you store your garage. Why didn't they just say that then? It's a livery. Exclusive founders moto and avatar. Uh, so there you go. That's in the founders pack. Founders pack contains in the digi- in the uh, standard founders pack. Uh, deluxe An airbender or a giant Smurf. What, what, what type of avatar are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so see, this is not telling me exactly. Like the, all of them read the same. They all include all this stuff. No way, it's 4,000 tokens for the other one. So yeah, the the deluxe is 7,000 tokens. So you get more tokens. And I don't see anything else different. So you just get more tokens. And then the ultimate founders pack, you get 12,000 tokens and three golden pass credits. Plus, you get a racing suit for not only Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and the racer of your choice, but you also get it for Hercules, Jack Sparrow, and Mulan. Cool. So, obviously, depending on which one you get, you're going to get those things. But I'm probably going to go for the Ultimate Founders Pack, of course. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, unless unless uh, of other reasons. So, But that's what I'm going to go for. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. How about you guys? You guys in, in, in any of this or anything like that? I'm really into it because of, I, like I said, I really enjoyed Asphalt games that Gameloft did. Spent a lot of hours on it when it came to the Switch. So I'm looking forward to seeing this. And when I played the beta, I had a lot of fun with it and looking forward to it because the characters were really well done. Yes, the carts are more real world looking than you would expect but they actually fit very well with the characters and the themes of each board with the music were spectacular and i just totally dug it and there's all these little things about it that you every time you race through the board you discover so i think it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah no, no. Yeah, hard, <laughs> hard pass all right 
Well, if anybody else is getting it, uh, let me know because it's definitely that we do have a, a Discord page for it, and we'll definitely be talking about it there. So, all right. And last but not least, we have Sea of Stars news. They announced that it's also coming to Xbox One, Xbox Series day and date with the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, and Steam versions. No word if it's coming to Game Pass at this time. The demo that is already available on Nintendo Switch will be made to other platforms later this year, and those who kickstarted the game for digital rewards should get the code near launch day. Physical rewards will be later, but include a digital code to be played at launch. And it sounds like backers can choose to get a physical Switch copy, but a digital Xbox copy mixing and matching the platforms if they so choose. So Yeah, yeah. the, the, the backer surveys are supposed to go out maybe next week, and we'll get more information then. I backed the digital copy, so it doesn't apply to me. But uh, I know there's a lot of people who would have uh, backed the physical copy as well. Yeah, I also backed digital. Man, I'm excited for this game. So excited. I'm very excited like, too. Like, Tears of the Kingdom and then Sea of Stars. Those are my like hype levels for games right now. Nice. Yeah. Yep. I didn't back it, but I'm looking forward to picking it up Pikmin when it comes are out. Sad. Hmm? Pik- Pikmin is sad. <laughs> I, I like listen, if I was stacking, Pikmin are in there, but they're lower <laughs> down that list for sure. I got a survey from Nintendo actually about Pikmin and how excited I was about Pikmin 4. It was quite quite interesting. So all right. Before we move on to our ad break, I want to give a shout out to everybody who's in our Discord at this time. Shout out Twitch. to, uh, not Discord. I see I did it with Justin there. So in our Twitch, thank you. G Acres uh, on YouTube. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, we got Matt Burke, uh, Radel Sandoval, uh, Sean Abbott uh, from Game Pass News. He stopped by there too. Uh, and in Twitch, we've got Mecha Dragon, Mikey Dreamer. Um, let's see who else popped by here going down the list. Hambo and Johnny over on YouTube. Um, big shout out to him. He's been killing it with our uh reviews, our first looks and stuff for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so Frendo just showed up. What's up, Bruce? And some guy named Mason. Mason, just Jason Mason, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Jason <laughs> And Miz, Miz came in and uh, first time chatter SBC high. So cool. Also, also the the Twitch votes are in. These yahoos believe aliens are more real than Nessie and Bigfoot. All right. Yeah. Good job, everybody. Well, the next Nintendo Dad's uh, location that we go to is Area 51. Thanks to you you for that vote. So (laughs) all right. That's it for the news. Let's move on to that. Ladies and gentlemen, supporting Nintendo Dads is brought to you by Manscaped. This is a public service announcement. Announcement: Manscaped now has beard products and is going even further with their brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. That's right. Go ahead and tell the world. The leaders in below-the-belt waist grooming are traveling north of your South Pole with their revolutionary grooming product. The new Weed Whacker 2.0 and their new beard line uh, confirms that they have all the best tools for your hygiene toolbox. Time for you to upgrade your game by going to manscaped.com and using the promo code NINDADS, 
N-I-N-D-A-D-S for 20% off and free shipping. And folks, if you're watching the Twitch stream right now or YouTube or or VOD, Timothy Off is doing the most amazing Vanna White product placement with the Weed Whacker 2.0. Oh, man, big thanks to Manscaped. I don't know about you guys. I've been using that Weed Whacker 2.0. Absolutely love it. And I also, speaking of the beard grooming kit, uh, I absolutely love that beard trimmer. I know we talked about it recently. Uh, And I don't grow a beard, so I'm trimming quite frequently. I actually gave my products to a friend of mine who has like a big, bushy beard. He messages me a day later and he says, and I kid you not, he goes, these products are amazing. What is that promo code again? And I was like, funny, you should ask. It's Nindads, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Now, folks, we like to pay the bills. We got to keep the lights on, keep the mics on. This time, we are also sponsored by a new sponsor over here at Nintendo Dads. And it, ladies and gentlemen, is Conzer. Now, fellas... Have you ever wished you were just a little bit taller? Maybe you matched up on Tinder, but her profile says you must be six feet. Maybe your date wants to wear heels, but she can't because it may make her feel taller than you. Well, we've got you covered, those short kings out there, because today's sponsor, Conzer. Conzer makes shoes that make you up to 2.8 inches taller without anybody knowing. Look, girls need heels, makeup, and push-up bras. Why can't men get a little boost of confidence, too? We're all the same height lying down anyways, if you know what I mean. Huh? Huh? All right, for a limited time, our listeners get an extra 15% off your order with the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, at Conzer.com. The site is already 30% off, and with your code of 15% off, that's 45% off your entire order. Support our show and check them out at conzuri.com and insert the code NINDADS. Big thanks for Conzer for jumping on as our sponsors for this month. Folks, check them out. Uh, we have got some fresh shoes, some fresh kicks. Uh, the dads will be sporting some amazing photos soon. Uh, and also the guys over at Dads After Dark's got a pair of them as well. So make sure you check them out. Big thanks to both Conzer and Manscaped for their support. Back to you. Yay! Let's move on to the events. Do it. All right. We have some great events coming up that we want to give you guys updates on. Of course, there's our Discord community events. For this month, we have the, uh, well, the table every second Wednesday of the month at 9 a.m. Eastern and every third Friday of the month at 10 p.m. Eastern. The community gets together at the table, otherwise known as the Discord voice chat room to discuss whatever it is on everyone's minds. Tomorrow night is Discord, uh, the the dinner table. So we'll probably be talking about Ant-Man. So we didn't get to talk, but we didn't get to talk about it last month because we didn't want to spoil it for anybody. So be warned. Or did we talk about it? No, we didn't. Hey, we didn't. All right. So anyways, because it, it came out that weekend, that weekend. Yeah. So we'll be, we'll be talking about it for sure. So uh, want to join in, email us at Nintendo dads at gmail.com or DM us on social media to learn more. And in case you didn't know whether you subscribe to us via Patreon or Twitch, you get access to discord and a schwack load of events like the table and the monthly mayhem. Speaking monthly mayhem, we have a current monthly mayhem going up. Uh, going on 
that started on the 13th and ends April 9th. And it's Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. The scoring is each mini game will be scored against the competition and points given for what place you finish it. All mini games, points, and missions will be combined for a winner. And then lottery balls will be awarded based on how many points you get. The mini games are Ninja Dojo, play Ninja Dojo on master skill level. Then there's Bomb Challenge, play Bomb Challenge, get the points there. Sword Challenge, play Sword Challenge. And then there's missions, receive one P for every mission completed for the Mary Mary Magdaland missions. So make sure you are in our Discord to where you can submit your scores in the appropriately named Monthly Mayhem channels under the Dads After Dark category because those wonderful guys over there run the Monthly Mayhem for us and for the community. So that's, again, the Monthly Mayhem that ends on April 9th. And then one last thing is one last pass. That's hashtag one last pass. Mike from the Gamerheads podcast reached out to us to suggest that everyone seeing the Super Mario Brothers movie on opening weekend bring their 3DSs with them in hopes of having one last hurrah for Street Pass. The Super Mario Brothers movie releases on April 5th, so don't forget to bring your 3DS with you and make sure it's fully charged. (laughs) And turn on your Street Pass. Remember to use hashtag one last pass, especially if you're on anywhere that uses hashtags to share your what's going on with one with your 3ds either your victories or your defeats i guess yes <laughs> and share your results after going to see the movie use one last pass as the hashtag let us know how that goes i hopefully if i remember to grab it it's sitting here on my desk hopefully if i grab it and remember i will bring it with me when i go on the fifth and again over the weekend i'm sure so all right with that let's go to what we've been playing all right justin did the ninja poof again there he's gone now so he'll be back and he'll tell us what he's been playing but for now jesse what have you been playing so i'm still playing townsman vr i think this is the third week i've mentioned that one uh i had originally got the game from Gamefly as a rental. I'm like, okay, I like this game. I'm going to return the disc and just buy the game so I don't have to worry about the disc anymore. So so I freed up a game Gamefly slot for when the next game comes out. By the end of the month, I'll get that disc in. I'll talk about that one later. Uh, when I was searching for it in the, uh, in the PSN store, found out that they have the PS4 version of the original Townsman game. Uh, that's not a VR game, but uh, but it's a it's a freely it because I have PSN Plus, I can download it for free. So I'm like, okay, I'll download oh, this nice. and play it at some point in the future. So I haven't done that yet, but yeah, I'm about the uh, the status screen says I'm 66 percent done. Yeah, uh, I think there's there's 13 islands total. I don't know which one I'm on. Maybe the eighth. Uh, some of them. Like can be done in less than an hour, but some of them have, you know, in the upwards of four hours, and I'm almost at four hours on this island. So again, just because the the percentage, I don't think is time based. It's a number of islands based. So I don't know how long I have left in the game, but you know, I think I've probably put twenty hours into this game 
which more than I thought I would put in for a VR game. So I'm liking that. Um, so I, I plan on trying to finish it. So Burger Time Deluxe came out last night you know, on NSO for Game Boy. I played a little bit of that. You know, there are, like, I think, 24 stages in the game. I just played like one run through until I got a game over and I got to the 16th stage. They're like, they're broken up in like groups of four, like, like Mario Brothers worlds. So if you game over and do a continue, you start back at the one. So I, I died in four, four and came back at four, one. I'm like, no, I'm not playing this anymore. I'm done. I got my fill, but uh, <laughs> uh, the, the game starts out like your typical single screen game. But as you get further along, you know, there's more power-ups, more enemies, wider screens, so those things will start scrolling. I think World 5 actually does a vertical loop. Um, for, based on what the what I read on the game fact, um, or either that or I completely misunderstood what I was saying. But, you know, it's, if you like Burger Time, then that's, that's a fun play. And again, if you have NSO, it's, it's, you already have access to it, you can just play it. Then the Last game I want to talk about is called Tents and Trees. I did a video on it and released it Tuesday morning when the game launched. It's a logic game, uh, very it's a Picross like, but you know you're given a grid and several trees on the field. You have to place a tent adjacent to each tree in a way so that two tents are not in adjacent squares and then you're given the number of tents in any in every row and column so you with all those clues you're able to logic out uh the puzzle the there's like i think there's 500 puzzles in the the main section and when you when you finish the first fifty, you unlocked a daily cha- uh, challenge, which I think get unlocks like another sixty puzzles per day. So, and like one of the trophy, one of the achievements in the game is finishing a thousand levels. So, there's a lot of content in here. I think it's like ten bucks. So, if you, if you like logic puzzles, they pick cross like. And now, give this one a look. I liked it. I, this will be a game I go back to. I think I've, I'm in the, uh, I have like around 60 puzzles done, 55 done. So when I get to 75, I'll unlock like the next level of difficulty, which I think is the final unlock. So then it's just been play, play as many puzzles I can play as I can play through. Again, that's tents and trees. All right. All right. Thanks, Jesse. All right, now on to you, beardless one. <laughs> According, to, uh, that's your yeah, new I nickname. Saw yes. Jerk. Not wrong. <laughs> uh, the game that I would that I've been playing that I would kind of bring up uh, is I have been playing Bayonetta Origins, uh, Servisa and the Lost Demon. That was a demo that came out last week, uh, and I am not a Bayonetta fan. I know of it, but I, the games have never really piqued my interest. And the art style about this, I was like, oh, I'll give this a shot. It's demo. Sure, why not? By the end of the two-chapter demo, which, by the way, the progress carries over, I was sold. I actually sent the, the guys here in the chat. I said, like, guys, this is this is really good. I'm really enjoying it. 
Uh, and I absolutely, absolutely loved it. Fantastic voiceover work. I love the fact that the narration feels like they have the energy of uh, like a, a like a grandparent telling a story or an elementary school teacher telling the story. Fantastic VO. Um, the the art style is like a, like a beautiful water paint. Um, it's very compelling. It's like watching a kid's story. Um, which I think is great. And then um, the controls are kind of interesting. Essentially, it is a co-op um, puzzler platformer, I guess. The best way. It's not really a platform. So on one stick, your left stick, you control <laughs> Cerveza. Uh, and on your right stick, you control Cheshire, who is the stuffed animal who is possessed and, and becomes your kind of like. So when you come into areas, it is how do I navigate this area? How do I solve this problem using these characters, right? Okay, so Chesser is uh, allergic to garlic. So I can't have him walk through that. So he has to go around it. So where do I have to throw him? And what do I have to do to break this? And then he has to come over and break this. And then there's combat areas where you come in and you you fight together. And right now, you know, I'm only two chapters in, obviously, because the demo could only go so far. But the, the primary controls were like, like I said, left stick was was uh cerveza and your l was your was an action and then your right was chesser and your r was an action and so nothing was being used on the face buttons at all uh, i did actually look ahead and i saw some reviews for it and it does appear that the face buttons become mapped to other other progress but it's interesting because you're 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 kind of at times using them both together and it's fine but i actually struggled like when they crossed the stream right so i was like okay my left stick is controlling the person on the right side and my right stick is controlling the, uh, mm -mm. but that being said, it is absolutely tremendous and a ton of fun. It was actually interesting. Cause I was talking to, I was on the dads after dark show out now, by the way, uh, this weekend or, or on Sunday with John and drew John made such a great statement. He's like, well, could you just like take out two joy cons and you control one person and the other person controls the other person. You're sitting beside each other. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is absolutely brilliant. You could totally do that. Um, but I would highly recommend if you haven't played the demo, check it out. Again, I'm not a Bayonetta fan, but this this really caught me. Like I was like, I am excited for tomorrow. Um, hoping it hits our inbox. But yeah, it's you should check it out. That's Bayonetta Origins, uh, Cerveza, and the Lost Demon. Nice. Yeah, my wife tried it out too, and she said she struggled a little bit with the controlling both at the same time. So, yeah. but she's a little left, left brain, right brain. It kind right. of messes you up a little bit there, but like then you just kind of like slow down. Like I will just do one at a time. Sure, yeah, I, 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 I like have, that idea. I had problems when I tried playing The World Ends with You because there was a lot of top screen, bottom screen stuff going on at the same time, and I'm like, okay, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> That's fair. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chum. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No All right. So what I've been playing is, of course, more Fire Emblem. I'm slowly trying to get through that. Um, any gaming time I had recently was to do, you know, some work on other things. Um, but I did get through one of the other paralogs, uh, so I could, um, up the, the most recent one, which was the one from three houses. I forget his name already, but, uh, um, but yeah, I did that emblem and the paralog and boosted that up. So now I'm on chapter 18, still and i think i'm just going to jump into that i want to get into at least chapter 20 or 21 this weekend so but what used to take like an hour an hour and a half to get through a a board um a grid uh, a battle in fire emblem has now taken more like two two and a half hours to get through one because it's the stories are getting deeper there's more more people to fight on the grid yeah so it's like harder to just like like the earlier stages, I was able to get through maybe one or two grids, maybe even three, depending on what was going on. But now late in the later game, it's definitely just one at a night, especially if I want to get any kind of sleep. <laughs> so, uh, but sleep? again, what's that? Right. Story is really engaging. Uh, no pun intended, but uh, it's I'm enjoying it um and want to see it to the end and i'm trying not to let other games distract me so but speaking of other games <laughs> i played flame keeper which that video dropped today um and the game comes out tomorrow on the 17th or by the time you're listening to our podcast it should be out but flame keeper is a uh rogue light game um with uh tower defense elements actually in it too where you you have to the the kicker is is that you have you're using your your life force to power up each camp's campfire because you're this little like piece of coal i'm guessing or ember that is going around and destroying all these like creature bugs that are trying to uh keep the fire from going from each of these camps so i have to go to each camp and have to relight the campfire and in order to do that i gotta go fight find the tomb that has or tome um or tomb tomb that has book or a crypt it's a crypt okay that is a a tomb it's a tomb yeah so (laughs) um because you can get runes in there and scripts and all kinds of stuff so but it is a tomb and um a uh something else too but anyways you get like this this rock or that's flammable and you take it to the campfire and you have to get four three total there's a four total but you got to get three more and then you give your fire that's keeping you alive some of it to light up that other rock to keep that campfire fully lit and then once you light all four um then you can move on to the next stage in the biome uh, so, and you can regain your health, your flame through the level by destroying those enemies and also getting regeneration if you get that and a power up, but there's also the ability to, if you die, 
you go back to the main hub uh, overworld, uh, you can upgrade your character uh, with certain items. So, and you collect pieces of runes to be able to upgrade your character as well, to be able to fight better and longer and faster and all that kind of stuff. So it was actually very, it's very intriguing. It does get a little bit harder because I actually did two videos. The first video is the one I submitted to Justin and I went back to bed uh, and played a little more after doing that first video. And I got farther in the game and realized some things. And I was like, I'm going to redo that video first thing in the morning. So that's what I did. So I got up, deleted the old one, redid the video because I got farther in and got to explain a little bit more. Um, and that's the new video you guys get to see. And it is a little bit longer because originally it was like 27 minutes and now it's 45 minutes <laughs> for the video. But it's going over a lot of details in the game that I hope is helpful. And if you want to make that decision and picking up Flamekeeper for the Nintendo Switch, which again is a uh, roguelike game uh, and tower defense. Because uh, let me go back to the tower defense. So there's the roguelike parts that are the first two levels of the biome that you play. The third part of the biome or the third, third part of it, of the level is the tower defense. You have to defend the what looks like a giant campfire or boiling pot of something. I don't know. It's hard to tell what it looks like, but it's big and you have to defend it. It's in the center of the camp and you have to send it from, you have to defend it from all these goblins and gremlins and bugs and spiders and all that kind of stuff, trying to come in and destroy it. And you use tower defense things that you, that the, the, the village has to defend themselves with. And you power up each of those tower defense items with your life force as well so you have to balance keeping yourself alive powering up those tower defense things then rejuvenating your your life force and then going to power up the next tower defense item so um if i'm not explaining it well enough here go check out the video that i did so uh that again is flame keeper so check that out and that's what i've been playing so that we'll was, move on. That was the ahead. game that i forgot that i wanted to mention quick i uh sure I played the first hour of Metroid Fusion. I did that on a stream, so that video is out there as a VOD. Oh, nice. Cool. All right. Everybody's showing me up on the Metroid games that I haven't been able to play yet because I've been so so engaged in Fire Emblem Engage. (laughs) I have also been playing Metroid. (laughs) See, there you go. All right. I'm going to lose my Metroid pass here. So my Metroid card. Did you get the buttons, by the way? I did. I did order those, yes. I was thinking of you, but didn't order them for you. Yeah, I think Jesse, you're the one who tagged me in it in the Yeah. In that one. So yeah, I had a few people tagged me in that, but I saw it in Discord there from Jesse's I tag. I put in my like the cart on the Nintendo shop in Canada and it like I hit like, you know, add to cart and it wouldn't add it to cart. And it Ooh. wasn't sold out. And I was like, oh so I That's like, weird. Yeah. And actually that took a big chunk of my points away too. I have like forty points left. Cause I spent all a bunch on getting all the Metroid uh, prime uh, icons. Oh, the icons. <laughs> so I spent Can a lot talk there. about how they still do not have a collect select all check out button. Are you effing kidding me? Nintendo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I did the same thing with you. This is the only time I've ever collected all of the icons and I did all the Metroid stuff. And I was like, yeah, do each one going through and it's like, Oh, come on. 
I still want to be able to mix and match all the icons. I've collected all the pieces and mix and match and make my own, you know, emblem and, with all the parts. And in some world, Nintendo's like, it is the joy of the game of purchasing it. <laughs> yes, it is. Like, get out of here. It's so you don't buy them all at once. You know, you can make a healthy That's choice. Really cherish them. I don't <laughs> care. I want them all. Yeah, we want we want them all. If if I get any, I'm probably going to want them all. Yeah. Like you just they just make it too hard. They just they just they just make it complicated. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's move on to the community spotlight where we have a ton of questions. All right. Question time. All right. Speaking of questions, we got a chat uh, question that just popped up. It says, "What games were you guys talking about?" So we talked to quite, quite a we talked about quite a few actually. Jesse was talking about Townsman VR, Burger Time Deluxe, Tents and Trees, and Metroid Fusion. Justin talked about Bayonetta Origins, Cereza, and the Lost Demon, and the Lost Demon demo. And I played Fire Emblem Engaged and Flame Keeper. So there you go. Thanks for that and question. You, and and I, I will remind folks, if you are like, man, I'd love to know more. I'd love to know more about the games you're playing. Typically, every single game that we have talked about has a let's play on our channel um, that we have typically done. That's kind of our agreement is usually we'll do a let's play uh, for most content. You know, like the VR one, that's probably not happening, right? Just because of capturing. But also there's a ton of other amazing content on our on our YouTube channel that includes a let's play of DC Justice League cosmic chaos uh we have a bunch of amazing content creators who are uh, figment 2 is on there as well uh caves of mars there are a ton and ton of great games that maybe you're like ah i'm thinking about buying it or i want to know more head over to our channel we might have coverage for you to watch make a decision before you buy it be educated hear our impressions so again I, i implore you head over to the nintendo dad's youtube channel and hit subscribe Yes. And the games that we talk about from what we're playing, I put a list of that games in the description of the YouTube channel and in the podcast version. So, yes. Lots of ways to see what we've been playing, especially if we didn't get a, if we didn't do a video for it, you can always check that what Jesse just said in the description in the podcast or the YouTube channel. Michael Jones. Welcome. Yes. A channel does exist of old guys talking about video games. Welcome. <laughs> We're so glad that you're here. Yes. And then friendo, you asked, did I get the Metroid two poster? Uh, you said it, you remembered it coming with the game. I don't believe I got that. I did get the special edition of Metroid two Samus's return. Uh, and the stuff that came with that. So, but I don't remember a poster. Doesn't mean I didn't get one. Maybe I stored it away somewhere. <laughs> so great question there. And another question from the chat that came earlier was from Man Who Knocks. Love the love the name there. What's your favorite N64 game? I mean, the memories around Mario 64 is just too classic. Do you know what I mean? Like it's so... I mean, that was the, I mean, that and GoldenEye, right? Are the games that I always, when I think of, when I think of the N64, those are the two games that I absolutely always associate is Mario 64 and GoldenEye. Yeah. Yeah. N64 is a system I have like the least nostalgia for. So um, I think the only thing I can think of off the top of my head would be Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. From. Locker but I prefer the 3DS version. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. 
Uh, for me, it's also a couch. You have two weeks left to buy it on the eShop. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it is a couch co-op type machine for me. In my memories with playing games with my friends, uh, GoldenEye, uh, WCW Mayhem, or any of the WWF games at the time. Um, so the wrestling games and GoldenEye were definitely ones that I played all the time with my friends when because they had the friend, Nintendo 64. Your friend asks, what about Superman 64? Yeah, never played it. <laughs> Listen, who who said that? Ninfrendo? Yes. Ninfrendo, do you know how to time yourself out on, on Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> right? You make comments like that. All right. You should learn how to time yourself out. All right. Next up, we got some questions from emails. First one's from Quag311. Marty's video on the Power A wireless GameCube controller just came up on my YouTube recommendations from four years ago in anticipation of the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate release. This begs the question, what controller are you using to play Metroid Prime HD Remaster now in 2023? I still prefer the Wii U Pro Controller with an 8-bit do switch adapter. It's super lightweight, and the 80-hour battery life is amazing. I will tell you, I am just using my Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. I'm just playing it that way. And I didn't change the settings at all on anything. I just jumped in, and it just felt amazing. Um, that's how I'm playing it. Yeah, well, cool. I'm not playing the game, but if I were, I would be using the Pro Controller. <laughs> yep. Also, also interestingly enough, that video that he's talking about, I'm pretty sure. Uh, interesting fact, I think that is the video that has the most views for us ever. Yeah, so. it's it's, it's like up there, hundred thousand views or something like that. It's in the um, YouTube uh, algorithm, so it's seen by everybody. <laughs> yeah, that one that one was actually one that like we were like, holy cow, that popped off, and nobody expected it. Right. That was super. That well, was super a lot cool. of our, well, between that and a lot of the how to's that Jesse does. Yeah. Jesse's how to like the voucher yeah, folks, one. Yeah. Folks, if you're ever wanting to like get into the YouTube world, here's <laughs> the video formula for you, which we should, which we really should do a lot more of because they really become evergreen products. How to fill in the blank, whatever videos do well. <laughs> All right. How to start up a Nintendo switch, how to, how to redeem coins on this East show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that yeah. one continues to monetize yeah. for us. That, that one's number two with 56,000 views. The power Array one is number one at almost 99,000 views. Oh, 99,000. Okay. Yeah. That's big numbers for us guys. For yeah. folks out there. And that's like, big what? numbers for us. <laughs> and then your, the number five is the video you made in November of 2016, super Mario maker 3ds unboxing. Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny because we got that like three weeks earlier than release date, and I did an unboxing. And everyone's like, "It's gotta be fake." There's no way that was real. That was when Nintendo actually sent physical things to houses, and it just showed yes. up one day, and I had no idea it was yeah. coming. Right. It was that was five months before Switch launch. Yep, you were on top of the world then too, and Nintendo's oh, sending yeah. you stuff. So, yeah, and I'm also, uh, when I played the first level on on uh, Prime Remastered, I used my Pro Controller as well. Uh, but I will most likely be playing it in handheld um, using the Joy-Cons. So, and it played well when I played my Pro Controller as well. So I am desperately trying to add those, those, those Metroid pins to my cart, and it still won't take. <laughs> I am what is going on? Right now. All right, Brandon Hallworth asks, how all this talk of the Switch successor triggers scalper-based PTSD. 
It took me almost two years to actually get a hold of a switch because of scalpers. A new system, scalpers assemble. I just don't want to deal with not being able to find the new system except on eBay for triple the cost. I agree, Brandon. That is something I am afraid of too, especially going from when the switch came out, everybody was like, eh, about it and all that kind of stuff. When we all were able to get it because we, we knew we wanted it. We weren't on the fence, but now yeah, it's, it's going to be PS five level hard. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like that's the funny part, right? Because I think I think that like when this you gotta remember the environment that the Switch was in when it came out, right? March of 2017, coming off of the Wii U. Now they had done a really great job that Nintendo Switch had in regards to promotion and content and getting excitement around it, but none of us really knew if it was that great. And like the Wii U got hurt people badly. Yes. And I think what happened was once the Switch had actually finally like people realized, oh no, this is legitimate and this is amazing. Also, launching with Breath of the Wild did not hurt. Right. Um then it all of a sudden, like, I like I don't think because you got to think Nintendo has to be a company that at that point was mitigating risk, right? You had only sold 13 million Wii U's oh, and in you're putting four a brand years. new in, in, in yeah, the entire lifetime. You're putting a brand new console to market that is a handheld and a home console. This could absolutely trash like this could be a dumpster fire. We don't know what's going to happen. So you're going to mitigate risk. So you're going to basically do like a small batch, yes. right? And that's what happened is small batch ran. And then everyone's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And that creates scarcity, right? Because then Nintendo had to try and compensate and, and catch up for what they realized now the supply chain was they needed to get it. Um, yes. So it's very interesting, which again is the reason why, you know, when everyone thinks back to and everyone's like, why didn't they do a Breath of the Wild specific skew for the Nintendo Switch? Because another skew is a risk. Right, you got to remember they put out two SKUs when they launched the Wii U, the black one and the white one. Guess what? No one ever bought the, no, the white, white one. one. Right, so you literally have white Nintendo Wii U sitting on shelves collecting dust. You remember what the difference was? Like thirty bucks. Was it like well, I mean, the hard drive a, or yeah, the, the like, memory? It had, it, you know, it had eight gigs of memory. Yeah. instead of thirty-two. Thirty-two. 32. Yeah. Right, like so that so that I mean those were collecting dust. Yeah. Right. And so that is a loss leader. So they were being very, very cautious about it uh, for sure. Yeah. That makes, that makes, yeah. Cause it was like easy to pre order. Oh, yeah. If you were confident, you know, you were like, I'm a day one Nintendo game, you know, yep. gamer. We all obviously were here. Uh, but like you said, a lot of people were on the fence, but all of us who bought it and were like shouting out to the world, this is freaking awesome. Then everybody else wanted one. They didn't have enough. Like you said, that's when it became scarce. And unfortunately, Brandon couldn't get one until two years later. So, which is, I find kind of interesting too, is like it took him two years. So I wonder where Brandon's from to where it was that hard to find. So, all right. Great question. Great topic there. Uh, Question from Discord. We got questions from Discord. First up is Spider-Shan. One of the first ones we missed. Don't tell Justin. Question for the dads on the show. You're 10 years old again and wake up early on Saturday morning for some good old Saturday morning TV. What cereal do you grab and what cartoons are you watching? Um, I would say I would be grabbing um, Fruity Pebbles. And on a Saturday morning, I am watching probably DuckTales, uh, Darkwing Duck, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All right. Those all weekday shows. 
I don't, I don't think so. Listen, well, it may have ran differently up here in the Great White. <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'd probably go with like peanut butter crunch, you know, the Captain Crunch peanut butter flavor. Mm-hmm. And I think cartoons I'd be watching around that time would have been um, like there was like the Donkey Kong cartoon. Uh, it, was like, it was like Saturday Megacade, I think. I forget what they called it, but it had like Qbert and uh, I think Kangaroo. It had a bunch of other ca- cartoons, Pac Man. And uh, there was actually a Rubik's Cube cartoon that was that I watched. It was, was I did at the time I didn't realize it, but yeah, it's kind of it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I always slept in on Saturday. And so when I slept in, when I did eventually wake up, I should say, it was Looney Tunes and a bowl of tricks. Nice. So that was that was probably what I would be eating more more than likely. And if I ate all the tricks, it would be on to my parents' cereal, which was raisin bran, which I ended up liking anyways. So because <laughs> I like the raisins in it. All right. Uh great question. On to question number two that we missed. Again, don't tell Justin. What is the first game that you truly felt that you were good at from Darth Platypus? I would say like the original Mario. Like that was the game that I played a lot of. Like that is the, that is the game that like my mom would go to work and I had 30 minutes before I had to go to school and I would just like start playing Mario and seeing how far I could get. And I would also get to a point that now this was like stupid ideas back then. Oh, I'll just hit pause and go to school, right? So I'd leave <laughs> and just turn the TV off, right? So the right. Nintendo would still be going when I got home. Not a great idea, but I mean, I remember it used to be like, how far? How far can I get in thirty minutes, right? Like, how can I get to Bowser? Can I can, can I kill him, right? So I think that was the first game that I felt like I got good at. But nice. again, that was there wasn't many other games like like had when you first got the. Conference. You were a speed runner before you knew about speed yeah. runners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, isn't the record like? four minutes 55 seconds or something like that now i don't know yeah it's pretty hard for me to keep up that nowadays (laughs) i don't know that one andros would know that one he he would would be on here if he was he's friends with cosmic yes he's into the um, speed running stuff yeah i would say the games i'm thinking of are pre-nes so like tron deadly discs uh like lock and chase on in television uh, Space Armada and uh, what was the other one? Yeah, Burger Time on the television? Uh, specifically, I remember you know that game had seven stages, and after, once you get finished the seventh stage, it loops. And uh, I would I would be able to get to like to stage twenty one. That would loop three times before things just got too bonkers for me to be able to continue it. Nice. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Nintendo called out River Raid and that that's one and one of the games that I liked cuz but my grandma was really good at. She actually got patches from Activision for how well how, the high scores that she got for River Raid on that, which I nice. thought was really cool. Uh, but for me, also on the Atari 5200 was Star Raider. That was the first game I felt like I was like awesome at. You know, it was like as close as you can get to a Star Wars game without getting sued. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, but figuring out the buttons on that controller, because you it was one of those games where you could slide in the... Um, the plastic cover that, go, that goes over the number pad they, and then they ripped be off to, the television controller. Yeah. And then be able to do like certain coordinates or certain actions in the game with that. And what that game was like, I just remember it took forever to figure out. Yeah. It was kind of like that. But of course, 5,200 it was a combination of the 2,600 controller and an Intel television controller with the number pad. But anyways, um, yeah, when I finally figured out where how to fly in that galaxy, go after enemies, um, and get through the galaxy on that was just that was actually an open world game without knowing that it was an open world because it was just infinite space that you had to fly around and, and uh, eventually find where the enemies were and destroy them. So, but it was it was a lot of fun, and I felt like I was I was pretty pretty good at that game <laughs> so but great question darth platypus thank you for that next up we got uh another question we missed from mecca but i can't ask it because marty isn't here and he wanted me to ask marty this question so i'll move on to the next question that he did ask that is new and that is based on what marty said last week i believe do you prefer to play games just to get through them easily or do you want some kind of challenge in them how challenging do you want your games to be? Because uh, last week, Marty said that he doesn't have time for games to be too difficult, especially if he wants to know the story and have some fun with it. You know, it, 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 it. this was the, the what brought this on was that Me- the Mega Man uh, collection coming up will have yes. like a, a hundred times multiplier damage if you want to turn it on. Um, that's a great question. So I, I mean, I think, you know, I think one of the other things I would also add to that is like time, right? What is the amount of time that you have? So great example is like, I was, that's what he was saying. He didn't have time for all that. (laughs) I was playing Celeste and I was really, really enjoying it, but I was also getting to point that I was dying a lot and I was getting really super frustrated and it was starting to, starting to like, I was realizing I was not going to go further, right? I could only go so far with the skills I had and I was getting angry and frustrated. And I was like, but I really want to know the story. I really want to know, understand this. And so I love the accessibility that that had for me to be able to change the scale, put on invincibility. And I got to see the story and I got to experience those levels. And I think that's really a cool option uh, for folks to be able to do. And so whenever I choose difficulty, I typically choose normal, but I'm also not a person who's like too prideful to be like, no, I, I got to stick with normal. I love it when they're like, hey, if you want to change your difficulty or change or accessibility at different points with the game, go ahead. Tunic's a great example of that, right? Tunic allowed you kind of at any time to be like, turn off, turn on, change things, whatever you wanted. Uh, and just allows you just to, like, I do not play games to get frustrated and to get angry and to 
like I play games for a story, for escapism, for the 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 like the the also being like a badass and like feeling overpowered and and just like yeah, controlling stuff and being awesome in the story and like like you play it for different reasons. So if one of those barriers is too much for you, I love the fact that I can remove that and continue to enjoy it. Um, and so I think it just allows for you to understand and to be more respectful and to be more. Um, I think to take more joy in the artist's thing that they do, right? That's the way that I play games. Like someone's like, oh, Dead Cell, or not Dead Cells, what is it? Elden Ring? Oh man, I'm grinding out and dying. And I'm like, they're like six hour boss fights. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I am not doing that at all. Like that is not, that is not the life that I live. Uh, right. So that's the way that I approach it. I'm never too, too worried about it. I'm I'm kind of the same way. I try to play games. I start I start games off on normal. If you know, if I get frustrated, and I have the option to bump it to easy, I will. Otherwise, I'll just bounce off of it. Like Persona Five, I almost put that on uh, normal for the the last fight, uh, but I ended up did finishing it without needing to do so. So you know, but with 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 Royal, you. Even if you can want to keep it on normal, you you have early of access to high level personas that you could have just used, and I opted not to do that, so it was more of a clean run. Though I did use the hundred thousand yen that the game gave me. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I've I always jokingly say I'm not that good of a gamer, so I'm just. I enjoy games to have fun, especially if it's got a good story or if it's some new mechanics or whatever, and I want to try those out. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't want the game to be like so easy. Um, it's brain dead. You know, that's kind yeah, of why no, I don't, sure. I don't really like dig Kirby games much. Thank uh, you. I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I know, you know, Kirby is as hard as you want it to be, but I, I don't want it that hard. <laughs> yeah. I, you know it's actually interesting the, the latest one i actually did find do find a, like like not super challenging like oh my gosh it's so hard but like i gotta pay attention right like I, <laughs> like i do have to be present for it yes um, yeah. no there's a balance to it for sure it's basically you're trying to find the balance and when a game allows you the option to have that balance of you want to continue to play without it taking forever because you have to replay a level several times. Then, you know, you can turn it down a notch or in order to try it out that way. So, and, and especially when you can do it mid game, you can, you can always turn it back up too. So especially after you get past a certain point that you might be stuck at. So, so I, I do want some level of a challenge to something that makes me think, but yes. you know, I don't, I, I don't want an Elden Ring. I don't want a souls. Right. Yeah. I, 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 you, no that's already, that you know what one. that type of game is. You're like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I tried the original souls on PS3. Uh, I rented it and it lasted 30 minutes before it was back in its envelope and shipped out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's certain games like where I'm expecting it to have some difficulty. I will, I will get, go through it like Metroid dread. I kept that on normal. I played through that. Yes, it was frustrating. Yes, I didn't get through it as maybe some others could in a lot quicker. Like I fought uh, Raven so many times, the last boss <laughs> at the end. That guy sucks. I like, I almost just like, I wanted to quit, but I was like, this is the last boss. I can't quit. So I just was like, 
all right, I'm just going to stop for the night. I'm not going to say I'm done, done. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to stop for the night. I wasn't getting anywhere. Wasn't learning anything. So it's like, I put it down and came back to it and then beat them. So just was yeah, a matter of just having a fresh mind. Or yeah. Fresh yeah that, that's what it really sucks is with your, your bank, you're hitting the wall and you don't learn anything new. It's just, yeah. And it's, or at least I thought I was, and I was trying to do the motions and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, yeah. yeah. If you're learning things and changing your strat every time, sure, great. That's what you're supposed to do. But if it's just time wasting for the sake of time wasting, no, thank you. Right. Then Frendo says, spoilers, you fight Raven? No. No, not at all. No. Uh, You fight the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, that's what you fight in the football team. Starfire. (laughs) Yeah, Starfire Raven, yes. Starfire or Raven, one of those two. They team up. (laughs) Comes a a DC property. All right. Let me get let me get out of this hole I'm in now since I just spoiled the ending, apparently. So all right. Anyways, on to episode's question, which was the third question, fourth question we missed. Don't tell Justin. Who is your favorite fictional brand, i.e., Dr. Teeth? Uh, excuse me, fictional band, i.e. Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem from The Muppet Show. Do you have a favorite fictional band? I never thought about it, so I don't know. I have one. But I have I, to look I, it up I, real quick. I, I was a fan of Animal back in the, when I was a kid. Animal on drums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sex bombs. Mm. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Gem and the holograms. There you go. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Josie and the Pussycats. Yes, there it is. I see. Jam is excitement. Ooh, jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember those. Those uh, those cartoons were on Beatles. on Sundays. I'm like what? That's not fictitious. <laughs> the gem cartoons were on on Sundays for us here. So I don't know if it was for you guys, but. I remember those. Yep. All right. So now I got to get back to the questions. All right. They're a great question. Ebisel. The next one is Chris HL. New question. If the Mario movie is as successful as we all think it could be, and they're predicting it is now, if you've seen the latest reports, mm-hmm. predictions, mm-hmm. will it inspire others to bring similar characters to the big screen in animated form? Which ones? Crash Bandicoot. We're gonna see a Crash Bandicoot movie. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, <laughs> I think like a Donkey Kong movie is already confirmed, right? Like, I'm pretty sure they said that. Pretty sure they said they were doing that one. No, we want. I, did they? I don't. Yeah, I was pretty. Chat, can you keep me honest here? I'm pretty. I don't sure think they it was like confirmed. I don't think I it was think confirmed it was yet. In the works. It, it, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see you know a Zelda one, a Metroid one. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Ratchet and Clank, but they already did that. I haven't watched it, but they did one. <laughs> they should do a Final Fantasy movie. Oh, wait, they, they did already. They did that, too, and that <laughs> went unwell. They should yeah, do the another article, one, then. The, the article, yeah, one based on an actual game that people care about instead of whatever the hell that was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that what I the article I read is estimating that the Mario movie will get ninety million dollars in the first yeah. five days. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, yeah, um, you know, and I think it's interesting, right? Because 
video game video game adaptations right now are in a hot spot um so not only have has obviously you know this is uh or sorry the last of us just finished they have confirmed a season two um in the works i can again chat keep me honest here I'm pretty sure God of War has been greenlit as a yes. adaptation. Fallout is already like I think it's in post production. Uh, oh, I didn't know that one. Horizon, yeah, neither did I. Uh, is is in production or moving into? I production. saw a headline for that. Yeah, uh, Twisted Metal is in production. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yes, uh, I'm excited about that there one. There is, I, th- I think there's another one or two games. No, one or two other games that are also in. Well, Gran Turismo, right? That just came out. That's based in the game. Um, there are a lot. About, can't forget about Tetris. Tetris oh yeah, the Tetris right? one. Yeah, but like, That's like the Apple video, Plus, the, right? Like, what's happening yeah. now is that the video game, video game market, like for the longest time, movie producers were like, "Let's just create sequels. Let's create sequels." But now they understand that that tapping into movies, if done well, there is an install base already there, right? And for games. And yeah. for games so you're like, oh man, I've played this game. I'm so you know, I'm a fan of the IP. I will already go see it. Then you're actually doing the reverse, which is I am making you a fan of this IP that you didn't know exists. Did you know there's also a video game associated with it right. that can also be played on our very expensive console? Oh my gosh! Right, like this is this is the overlap of, of multimedia and multi-form communication that that pulls you in that's the point of it right so hollywood is now kind of like oh click they have figured Mm -hmm. that out so now shows are becoming so much more like or 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 it's a bidding war for video game ip and Um, i think i think too it's uh like there's some names that infrendo's bringing up so movies like doom with the rock and sands of time and tomb raider yeah um, I remember. I remember saying. I, I'm sure. I th- I'm sure I said this in the show before, but it's been a while. I, when Sa- I saw Sands of Time when that was new, and I said, as a video game movie, it's good, not great, yeah. but it, but as a movie, it was the most mediocre, average thing I've ever seen. It was basically a live action lion. That's that's what I was going to make a point of of those those <laughs> movies there. I think a lot of those movies that were they were when they were trying to make another run of video game movies, I think might have been because the writers they dug in they got writers who had no experience with these games. Where now we have our generation who grew up with these games, who are great writers now, who are writing good content for these movies. So I think that's why we're going to get better movies. And I think I think the other part of it, I see the chat here popping off about, hey, Assassin's Creed, Uncharted, Suicide Squad, hundred percent agree. Those were stinkers, so it doesn't always work. But when you have the right people at the helm, and the right people who were the creators who had the vision and have their influence, then they understand the DNA of it. They understand yeah. what makes it special, and they understand how to adapt it, adapt it. Why do you think The Last of Us, the ad- adaptation, worked so well? Because Neil Druckmann was all up in that thing. Right. Right. He was so involved with every single piece of it. Why do you think the Mario movie is? Why is it every time we see the Mario movie, we're like, oh, my God, they include that and that and that. Because Shigeru Miyamoto has his hand on top of like touching every single person who's doing that because that is part of his DNA. 
right. it's part of his identity that's part of like he loves it so much and so when it is through the creators or the author's lens and transitions to a media that's impactful it works well when it is we do this for dollar's sake uh i.e uncharted on uh, assassin's creed you can feel that or they don't right? give enough budget or Correct. enough care for it so where like you said it's just a money grab We've also saw it in the comics the with the comic, too. the comic movies had to go or the comic properties had to go through that, those stages of some pretty crappy iterations of their characters before it got good. So Mecha Dragon asked a question. I don't understand why they don't let the actors play the game. So they don't encourage the, if the actors have not played the game before, the reason is very simple. They do not want the actors to be influenced by the decisions and characterizations that another performer takes on to that. Yeah, so like if you Pascal. look at it, yeah, uh, Troy Baker's representation, characterization of Joel is different than Pedro Pascal's characterization. Pedro is not doing a, a, an imitation of, of Troy's Joel. Pedro is doing what Joel is to him and his characters and the reactions to it. So you don't really want to be imprinted by somebody else's decisions that might in inevitably impact you as an actor. So yeah. those are the reasons why they don't encourage it. Yeah, kind of, kind of uh, taking the same topic and flipping it, like Troy Baker's Joker is almost sounds like, uh, you know, like a parody uh, of, or of Luke, of yes. uh, Mark Hamill's Joker. Yeah. So it he's trying to make it sound like whatever one thinks Joker yeah. sounds like instead of making it his own. I don't yeah, know if there, it was Troy Baker, but it was, many people has voiced Joker. But there, yeah, there there are challenges when you're you're asked to also you may be asked to step in and do a version of that, right? In The Last of Us, that is not the same. Right. Great question, of course, from Chris HL. Thank you very much. And then the last question, Koopa Kid eighty. Today is my son's 12th birthday. Hey. Little David B, or Dave B, a.k.a. Little Koopa Kid. He is a big fan of Nintendo and Nintendo Dads and loves the show. I've been listening to the show with him since he was a toddler. That's a long time. My question is, what is the best B-Day present any of the dads have received? Gaming or not, if you could have any games to drop on the NSO service for your birthday from the available consoles on NSO, what would it be? Little David is very excited about the new Game Boy games that uh, recently dropped. Thanks again. Have a great show. Happy birthday, Little David. Little David B. Little Koopa Kid. Uh, little Koopa Kid, <laughs> happy birthday to you. I hope your day is full of awesomeness, uh, amazingness, and because you are awesome and amazing. Make sure you know that. Uh, that is awesome. What is the best birthday present yep. um, what is the best birthday present any of the dads have received so i will uh if you're if you've been a long time listening you've probably heard the story i had um it's a bit of a journey so we'll go ahead with it when i was young my folks got divorced and we moved uh to different provinces i was very far away never saw my dad and one year for my birthday gift i asked for i asked for super mario 2 and he was like, yep, not a problem, buddy. You for sure. Don't you worry. And I was so looking forward to it. And my birthday came and nothing came. And I would, you know, you chat with me. He's like, hey, did you get your gift? And I was like, no, I never got my gift. I never got my gift. I never got my gift. 
And I got to a point because I didn't have a relationship with my father that I just assumed it was never sent, right? And he was just blowing smoke. And so it was really disappointing and frustrating. It was just part of just what I thought was kind of this journey. And I remember coming home one day and my mom's like, hey, there's there's something on the table for you that just arrived in the mail. And sure enough, it was this package, this brown package that looked like it had gone through hell and back. And it was beat up. It was like the cor- you know, the corners were all wrecked, right? And it, and I opened it up and there was Super Mario Brothers too. And what had happened is that somewhere along the lines, it kind of fell out of shipment and somebody picked it up and delivered to the wrong place and and eventually kind of had to refind its way back to us. And that was a really special moment for me um, for a lot of reasons, right? And so like Super Mario Brothers 2 kind of always holds this like pretty pretty cool connection um, in, in my heart in regards to birthday presents. So that would be one that I just want to share that story with uh, with you and and you know it's a little bit heavier than probably someone's like i super light golden eye right uh but that was kind of that was a pretty you know it was a little bit of a, a lesson for me in, in parenting it was a little bit of a lesson for me and as a kid about expectations and uh and it, it really had, had some pretty prolific impacts for me nice Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's a great story. I don't know if I could beat yeah. that. No. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I can't think of anything, but even if I did, I wouldn't beat that story. Uh, yeah, we don't really, do, I don't really do birthdays much. I try to, you know, downplay it as much as I can. I don't know if any of y'all know when my birthday is, but I try to, I tried to hide it. <laughs> I assume it's every day. So I send you a happy birthday every day. Don't you get it in my email? I send you? Birthday, uh, just my automation. birthday every day. Maybe One of these days I'm going to strike right. Maybe I'll maybe one day I'll get fifty packages that are all busted up. Then that's exactly <laughs> <laughs> for me. It's um, my memory sucks for this kind of stuff. So there's nothing that really stands out. If it's video game related, um, I remember when I was a kid being one of the you know in our generation, video games were starting to be a thing. So even though my grandparents and parents, uh, let me put it this way, because of the Atari game crash of the 80s and my grandparents and parents buying into what was the Atari 5200 at the time, and then all of that craziness that went on with that, and then all of a sudden just the whole market just crashed, they didn't want to buy anything new. So when Nintendo came out, it was like, no. We we bought into this other thing. We still had it at the time. It was like we have we have everything. We have gaming stuff. 
you don't need a Nintendo. And then eventually when I did get my own, like the Super Nintendo and the Game Boy, they still did not want to buy any games for me for my birthday or Christmas. I couldn't. It was like, if you want that, we'll give you money and then you go buy your own thing or whatever. They did. So eventually, though, they broke. And when I got I didn't when I got older and didn't ask for video games or anything like that, my cousins were young. They started getting those things. So <laughs> it's like you're it's because of me, you were getting those for your birthday. Christmas. No, <laughs> I did the legwork. I wore them yeah. down. You bastards. Yeah. When I, when I was a kid, I do remember like in birthdays and Christmases, you know, getting maybe five or six games at once because they were bargain bin for five bucks each. Mm. Yeah. You know, Past, I, that was know, that was the nice part of it, right? Past so, 19, but they but they were garbage. <laughs> <laughs> true, <laughs> very true. So, but yeah, I'm trying to like. There were some pretty cool things that I got. I know I got for my family for Christmas or uh, for my birthday. Um, like actually, one that you can't see at the moment. Yeah, you can't see it right now. Let's like, can I turn it that way? Kind of see that red in background, yeah. and it's kind of hard to see in the dark. But if you watch kind of, in my video, it's kind of really hard to see next to my uh, prediction or champion is you predictions. Belt yeah, next to the belt there. Yeah, there's that belt you there. Son of a. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I sent that. What you, there's nothing there. Don't, no, there's nothing there. No. <laughs> um, I'm keeping it safe for you, Justin. It's, oh. You know, it's nice and safe there. Uh, you just got to get here to the U.S. That's all. That's exactly all right. So, yeah, there's a thing that my daughter made. It's of the uh, inscription that the Nintendo store had. Um, create something, not the store, the their headquarters. It's, it's the create something unique um, slogan they have in their meeting room that I took a picture of. It was behind Iwata during one of his presentations. And I took a picture of it and I told, I showed my daughter it and she actually made a red and black version. That's my two favorite colors of that saying. And I have it hanging up there above my, above my shelf there. So that was one of the things that is really cool that I got from my family. And of course, many other things like things that I collect star Wars stuff, they get me stuff that I was not expecting or like I didn't buy myself, you know, those type of things. Like you're sitting there, you see it at the store and you're just like, oh, I just can't buy that for myself. This seems kind of ridiculous to buy myself. Uh, so I don't buy it, but then they remember it and then they give it to me. So, nice. so that those kind of things are make it very memorable. memorable. So yeah. So you're bringing that story up. I did remember this. My, my son made this for me. I'll show you it to you in a minute. This was back when I was trying to play with 3D printers for the first time. Um this was uh, cool. 2017, 2018. And so we went to the local library that had, you know, makerspace stuff. So they had many different things available. One of which was this laser carver, laser cutter thing. So you can, you know, they had these little ch ch chunks of wood that kids could, you know, take one, pick an image, and then tell the engraver, you know, make this out of it. And so he, my, my son did that with the the Intellivision Running Man. That's very cool. Oh, nice. <laughs> so nice. Have this at my desk still after all these years. Very cool. Hey, and actually, cool. sorry, go ahead. I was going to say one last thing that really surprised me one year. Uh, I think it was probably the first 
summer where my birthday came up being with the Nintendo dads. And Justin, you sent me the code for Need for Speed that came to the Nintendo Switch. And because it, it came out around my birthday and you, you were like, here you go. Happy birthday. That's right. <laughs> it was like, sweet. Yeah. So that was that was really cool. Uh, speaking of super cool things, I want to give a big shout out to Ant or Aunt or Andy, Auntie, who just is a $1 patron. Just subscribe to the show. That's always nice to catch it when it's live when it comes to the feed. Oh, that's cool. Thank there you very you much. That's awesome. Thank you so much for supporting. Thank you everyone that supports. The other question that was part of that was gaming or not, if you could have any games to drop on the NSO service for your birthday from the available consoles on NSO, what would it be? Sim City for the Super Nintendo would be super cool for me. Chrono Trigger. Zero, z- z- I like that one too, but uh, Zero Mission. Yes. Mm. I- I'd take all of those. That would be, that would be super cool. <laughs> all right. That's it for the questions that we got. Oh, nothing in the voicemails, right, Jesse? Correct. All right. That's it. We are done. Anything you guys want to add before we close out the show? No, thanks for watching, folks. We appreciate you being here again. Hey, uh, if you could do us like a massive favor, here's what I'm asking for. If you have not, could you please or encourage others, head over to our YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button. When we put out new videos, you get a notification. If you click that bell, we got so much content coming out there. We work really hard to get content. We would love for people to get more eyes on it, share it as well. Uh, So if you could do that, that would be a huge ask if you have not already. The other thing I ask as well, um, you know, I love, I love reviews on podcast catchers. I love five-star reviews. If you are looking for something to do, uh, you know, maybe you're sitting on the toilet and you got nothing to do. You're looking around, feel free to give us a five-star review while on, on the pooper. All right. Like that would be, that would be absolutely fine. Maybe not a, maybe you're, maybe not you're, a poopy review, not a poopy review. Maybe you're in hey, an elevator just while you're there, like a long trip to the top. Maybe that's it. Maybe you're waiting on your airplane before the airplane takes off. Or they tell you, put your airplane in airplane mode. And you're like, you know what I should do? I should definitely give Nintendo dads a review, a five-star review. We would appreciate that. It just gets, it gets us, it helps break the algorithm. So the people find us more and it it's good for us. So if you could, yep. man, I would appreciate you for doing it. Thanks, Justin. And so first, a huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Dave Ernsberger, to RJ Kern and Jacqueline Amira, as well as to our other 90 plus Patreons. Next, a special thank you to our 16 Twitch subscribers and over 1,402 Twitch followers. And a shout out to our 6,690 YouTube subscribers that Justin mentioned. Please subscribe so we can we're get over that. Seven, we're almost at 6,700. Come on. Yeah, 6,700. We just, we're trying to get to that 700, 7,000. We're trying to get 7,000. 7,000. Can you imagine if we can get to 10,000 by the end of the year? That would be incredible. That's That'd kind of a goal, else. actually. I have, I'd love Nintendo Dad's YouTube channel to be 10,000. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much. We would not be here if it wasn't for you. Check out our website, nintendodads.org, for Spotify podcast feeds and our show, as well as the other Nintendo Dads family of podcasts like the Game Pass News, where Nick and Sean go over the week's Xbox news and Game Pass releases, as well as a few other of their favorite non-Xbox topics. Also can go to listen to Dad's After Dark show where Justin was just on. on. You want to hear me Go talk to this guy. (laughs) He was chatting with John and Drew and they were talking about video games, TV shows, sports, raising kids, wifey stories. Also, also here's here's something to watch for folks. I got asked 
Uh, Mary Kill, the other part of that, that this is a family-friendly show, of my three Nintendo Dad <laughs> podcast hosts. Uh oh, I haven't gotten yeah. that far in the you episode. You should take yet. a listen. It yeah, I was laughing you. so hard at that one. It's laughing so hard. Don't be winking at me, Justin. Don't be winking at me. Anyways, <laughs> everyone's favorite Drew Drew topic is also about animal care. If you under if you watch it or listen to that show, you would understand that reference. And since it's adults only podcast, they're never afraid of some honest chat. Just ensure the kids aren't around while you're listening, okay? Also, don't forget about the RetroLogic family podcast featuring RetroLogic with Dan, John, and Sam covering all your retro gaming and retro gaming collecting topics. On Topic Retro with John and a quest doing, or excuse me, and a guest doing an in-depth overview and analysis of a specific retro game. And then there's Retro Groove with Adam and Liam discussing music from all generations and types. And Film Logic with Mike and Eston and every now and then a guest talking about all things to watch. And you'll find also our latest YouTube videos there, our tweets, links to our social medias, Patreons, and extra, uh, our Patreon and Extra Life pages, and Nintendo Dad's merch. And don't forget to check out our sponsors like Manscaped.com. Get 20% off your Manscaped order with free shipping with the code NINDADS, hey, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. And also, hey. Justin, who else do we Conzuri. have? Conzuri. Yes. C-O-N-Z-U-R-I.com. Use the promo code NINDADS. Get a couple extra inches, man. <laughs> you can contact wow. us in most places like Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube by typing N- Nintendo Dads or email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-Dads or 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music throughout the show. Download from your favorite podcast app of choice and please leave us a five-star review as Justin mentioned earlier and a comment. About inches. Sure. Why not? All right. That's it for me, Justin, Jesse, and our missing Marty. Have a good night, everybody. Check you later. Do you know who I am? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.